and welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast episode. Let's all say it. 200 and... Um, <laughs> 16. Start, Graham. 16. 4. 3. Four. Listen. It, 4. Let's, do, do we have any further offers? Let's go with 4. I think 4 sounds like a good number. Um, you have tuned in to a special Monday evening Chaos Cast because we have got... Oh, what a compliment of co-hosts we have this evening. We have got the wonderful Rachel... Hello. I like the fact that you said it's a Monday evening uh, cast. It's actually Tuesday evening and it's coming out on a Thursday. So <laughs> Chaos, folks, like I said. Yes. Uh, we have the fabulous Claire. Claire, how are you? I'm all right. Good evening from a lovely, um, lovely evening, actually, in Anglesey. And we have John. <laughs> Good morning from Coventry. <laughs> the, sorry, the fabulously wonderful John, I meant to say. That's better. Yes, yeah, sorry, sorry. The, the the bearded John. Um, guys, what a treat having you all here this evening. We're thrilled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, excited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have got something fun planned for us this evening, and hopefully for you, because we're revisiting something we've done before, um, which gave us a evening's entertainment. And I mean, whether anybody else enjoyed it, who knows? But really, <laughs> it's all about our own fun. We are going to I do. Did, yeah, yeah, I it think was, so. It was We're going to do another one-hour assignment. So, <laughs> a four-way one-hour assignment. Um, so we're kind of all. Well, yeah, I was going to say we're all geared up and ready. I did give you guys prior warning of what the subject matter was going to be, so you've hopefully had some time to think about it. Um, I I really haven't. Um, so you know, hopefully you're at least a little bit mentally prepared for what's going forward. Uh, <laughs> you know, we'll take what we can get. Um, so to put the listeners out there, misery, so that they know what we're going to be doing in our one-hour assignment, we're going to be shooting on the theme of groceries because Hooray! what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, because we figured, you I know... I think the word must have got auto-corrected when you messaged it. <laughs> oh, that might have been some insult I was throwing at you earlier, John. Yeah. Apologies for that. Um, <laughs> Your big bag of groceries? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah auto-correct. <laughs> a swine for that. So, yeah, like I said, so I, all you guys have known for about a day, give or take, <laughs> some slightly <laughs> yeah. less than a day, um, have you... Uh, right, Rach, you've known the longest. Have you got a plan in mind? I... I had a plan and then <laughs> and then the shop didn't have the things I was hoping it would have um but uh but I have now come up with two or three other plans so I suppose I'm probably going to spend 50 minutes of my hour one hour challenge um trying to decide which of those <laughs> to uh, to decide to do <laughs> as is the usual for me <laughs> I'm like yay loads of ideas how do I actually make it work? <laughs> and then 10 minutes for execution. It sounds perfect. Yes. <laughs> what about you, Claire? Are you feeling good about this? I'm feeling quite excited, but I'm feeling like the hour is going to, it's going to be the fastest hour ever, I reckon. Yeah. Um, I, I've, I've been thinking, yeah, I think I'm going to do something in a character, but I'm conflicted because mm-hmm. I was thinking, shall I stay inside and just do something in my kitchen <laughs> or do I go, I don't know, to the local shop? So I'm angling for inside at the moment but if it's not working i might probably in a last minute bolt maybe <laughs> to the local <laughs> shop or something i don't know I, I just know that I, i'm worried that my i'm gonna try and do try and do too much and then go, do nothing happens, you know? yeah. <laughs> how far is it to your local shop claire um, how fast can you run how fast <laughs> 
actually that's a good point I can't run very fast Rachel so actually that would be most it'd probably take me about 10 minutes actually so that's not very good and to get uh, back and to get 10 minutes there 10 minutes back yeah so maybe indoors is is the best okay yeah so you're good okay well but at least you have a last minute panic plan yeah. i'm very much looking to a wheezy recording <gasps> I'm done. Get to the shop. Um, uh, what about you john you feeling uh, strong on this clue. one <laughs> not got a clue. i spent five minutes trying to find you know you know those old string bags that like my gran used to have one yes oh, I've, got yeah. I've got one as well yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, was trying to, I was trying to find one and i couldn't find one anywhere oh, and i'm guessing because uh I, don't, I was going to do something with that maybe some sort of like photogram or i don't know something so it just like that's the first thing i thought of when i think of the word groceries for some reason but i couldn't find it so i've got no idea what i'm gonna do okay well this is good it sounds like one of us has got enough plans for everyone and the rest of us have not much <laughs> it's, it's uh, good traditional stuff so what we're going to do as we did last time is we're going to give ourselves one hour so we're all going to head out we're all going to mm -hmm. record our adventures slash uh, panic as the hour wears on um we none of us have Talk, talk to each other about what we're actually doing so this will no. be uh interesting to see in the cut at the end um and then we'll reconvene to uh -huh. talk about how it's all gone um <laughs> and, and what we're hoping because the, the reason well when we're doing this just for fun but also well we'll, we'll talk about that at the end but yeah um <laughs> keep some suspense yeah exactly so before we start this <laughs> have you guys got any questions about the theme or about the limitations or anything like that you want to ask i'm hoping that it means when you say groceries that we're okay to kind of use it in a loose sense of the word like it doesn't have to be green grocery produce does it it can be kind of like something that we can consume yeah yeah exactly yeah basically okay. anything edible or drinkable or you know, okay. along okay. those lines and it's, safe not, it's like it's not anything yes <laughs> let's say it's it's anything that you can safely consume perhaps. yeah exactly okay. exactly so uh yeah. no pictures of toilet rolls i'm afraid john they will not count even though they came from the supermarket cross that off the list then <laughs> you've made you've made a big um stevie wonder not stevie wonder a lionel richie star papier mache model of your own head so you were going to take pictures of one <laughs> Fantastic. Um, I've got three of those ready to go. So, uh, <laughs> anything else yeah. you think we need to cover before we can head out? Uh, in terms of format that we're shooting, um, yeah. at last time uh, we kept that pretty open and we mm -hmm. went with whatever was our own personal preference. And that was great because actually I think the three of us um, – yourself graham aid and myself we all actually shot on a different format yeah uh, last time is that still the case are we happy with that team oh yeah yeah anything yeah. goes i don't i don't have hold on I, I, i've never done this before i don't have mm -hmm. to develop it in this time as well do i uh, well... you might have to no you don't you absolutely <laughs> yeah. don't you absolutely don't no, I thought don't. that I was thinking do we need are we supposed to shoot develop um in in the time so yeah that's a relief <laughs> no you, you definitely <laughs> yeah. don't Let, let's yeah. face it this is gonna be stressful enough without having to produce <laughs> any sort of results by the end of it uh, so oh. no just shoot and then we can hopefully we can get them developed by next time we reconvene to talk about this but uh no not develop don't worry I'm not okay. that mean 
<laughs> so it is evening here and obviously all four of us are um somewhere in the uk so the light is kind of like heading its way down mm-hmm. at the moment isn't it but yeah. that's why we started recording slightly earlier just so that we've got a little bit of outdoor light if we need it so um that's a possibility isn't it we can use outdoor we can use indoor we can use flash we can use whatever we like in order to light it yeah yeah absolutely anything Sounds goes And with that thought in mind of the ever-fading light, it is, as I look at the little clock in the corner of my computer, it's saying it's it's just coming up to 20 past eight now. So what say, allowing for a little bit of wiggle room, thought time, etc., should we meet back here at 25 past nine, giving us an hour and five minutes? Five minutes to think. Five five minutes to think. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, best of luck. And I'll see you in an hour and five minutes time. Okay, so um, we've just ended the call and I've been thinking about this for maybe the last hour or so. What on earth is it? What on earth I'm going to do to try and and create this groceries challenge that Graham seems to have set us for now? Um, I started off with a bit of a panic. Um, and then I was like, no, no, okay, calm down. Let's just have a little look and see what's in the cupboard. Um, so I had, as I mentioned, lots of ideas as to things that I was considering. Um, so one of them was thinking about perhaps, um, using eggs, uh, and maybe eggshells. Um, one of them was, uh, thinking about perhaps using, um alternative processes so i'm thinking like cyanotype so i'm thinking anthrotype anthrotypes um i was also thinking about um dried goods and things like that, that i can use so making a photograph um and possibly um making a photograph as a photogram um using some of the alternative processes that i tend to use so i'm going to go and have a little look in the cupboard and see what I've got that I could possibly use either as my subject matter um, or as a way of making some kind of like mixture to put on paper that I can create an image with and I will look at getting my UV lamp set up probably as well so that's my thought at the moment I will go and have a look in the cupboard and we'll see if that's going to be a possibility (laughs) Right, so I'm down in the kitchen and the kettle's on, actually. You can probably hear it. There we go. So the kettle's on the hob and it's currently boiling, so I'll get a nice cup of tea hopefully shortly as well. Might get a bit of Earl Grey. Um, I'm having a little look around and um, actually, Ad and I uh, recently bought some nice kilner jars because we wanted to store our... um, uh, sort of like dry goods and things in those because they look quite nice and it's it's easy to get get to the things that you want to use your pasta and your rice and what have you so um we've always kept them in the pantry before but actually we put them out on the top and uh, i quite like how they how they look just as sort of like uniform kind of thing um uniform uniform objects we've got one two three four five kilner jars so i thought actually what might be quite nice is if I try and do two photographic things as part of the challenge. So I went and found my uh, Instax wide camera because I've <laughs> I only had two packs of Instax mini 
film left and I gave them to a friend yesterday <laughs> um, because they were doing a specific project. So unfortunately, I haven't been able to, I can't use my um, Instax Mini. <laughs> Never mind. So I spent maybe five minutes trying to find my Instax wide camera. Um, and I finally found um, my old uh, Instax wide 100 um, because I couldn't find my my new one, my uh, 300, unfortunately. I didn't know where I'd put that. Uh, and then I spent another five minutes trying to find the batteries. Um, all the rechargeable ones were dead and I couldn't find the charger to recharge them. So I finally found some normal AA batteries and I managed to find my Instax Y300. Phew. Um, so that's only taken me, what, 10 minutes? And now I've put the batteries in and I'm going to get ready and set up to take a shot of the Kilner jars. Okay, so I've just been left alone after the, uh, the initial call with everybody from the, the podcast. And uh, yeah, the theme's groceries. I've, I haven't got a clue what I'm going to do. In fact, I did actually write a little list down of what vegetables I've got uh, in the fridge earlier, just to see if anything inspires me at this point um i've got some peppers chilies tomatoes coriander pak choy celery carrots spring onions sweet potato onions and bananas are my options and kind of regards what to do with them i came up with the ideas of maybe photograms a still life yeah it's pretty standard thing to do like pepper isn't it um either individually or as a group. Um, the, the idea that I had that I really want to do, but I don't know if I'm going to get it done in an hour, just I don't have to go for it, was like to have a plastic bag with all the items in and then um, kind of rip the bottom of the bag so everything falls out and try and capture them as they're falling out the bag. Um, <laughs> I don't, like, I'm a, do I need a flash for that? I don't really know. Um how am I going to open the bag quickly kind of off camera so everything falls and I'm able to capture it but it certainly sounds the most challenging and kind of interesting one to do um so sod it actually I'm just going to go for that so I'm going to pop up to the house now and get some of those items and see if I can find a plastic bag actually because I don't know if we've got any anymore but there we go okay I'll, uh, I'll be back shortly so I've been up to, uh, been up to the house and I've got myself a plastic bag with a variety of vegetables in, uh, some bananas, some blueberries, uh, some milk, and it all feels nice and weighty in the bag. So now I'm going to kind of try and rig up something where this is kind of hanging from, I don't know, say like head height. Um, so I can somehow strip the bottom of the bag out and everything just fall out and then capture them in motion falling out of the bag. Um, I've got a C stand. I'm in my dark room at the moment. So I've kind of got everything that I need regarding setting up a shot. Um, 
And where am I going to... It's, it's moving things around and finding the space for things. That's, <laughs> that's kind of the problem at the moment. It's a bit logistical. Um, so you see stand to hang it from. And then uh, I don't know what format I'm going to shoot this with. I've got... What cameras have I got here? I could shoot large format. Um, with the chroma, or I could shoot medium format with the, oh, I could use the uh, Mamiya C330, which uh, Graham was having a go at me about last week for not using. So I could give that a little run, or I could use the uh, 35mm Nikon um, Essex. This, but I'll wait and see. I've got set up to see what kind of like the distances are like between where I can put the camera and I can put the uh, the bag, as it were. Okay, so I'm I'm in my kitchen here in uh, Anglesey, in Valley on Anglesey, and I'm I'm deciding I'm going to try and do something in character. Um, inside actually tonight so I'm going to sort of think about um, lighting um, and I might bring out my LEDs um, shortly. Um, I'm hoping it's going to work um, but in terms of so I'm going to just set up my cameras I think I'm going to maybe it's cheating a bit but I think I'm going to use um, two cameras um, so I think I'm going to use one of my Canon um, 35mm cameras um, and um, some 800 film I think and then I'm going to also I've decided as Polaroid um, I'm not going to use my SX70 I think I'm going to go for my one use my one step um, and see about playing around with that on manual um, so I'm just going to set those up um, and sort of set up my props and stuff so I'm going to use stuff that I've got in the cupboard I did um, go to the shop earlier but they didn't actually have what I wanted in so I'm going to make make do with what I've got um, um, and, and, I'll, and I'll speak in a bit. Okay, um, I've set my cameras up um, and my mind is starting to go into overdrive already about um, possibilities um, and I hope I'm not trying to, gonna try and do too much. Um, I'm gonna start doing a shot um, with me on the floor with some groceries um, and I've gone for, like I said, some 800 film and in my Polaroid, um, I've gone for 600 film. Um, I don't know how the others are getting on, but the light here is really changing quite quickly as the, the sun is setting. Um, but I've got some light coming through. Um, so I'm just going to do a couple of test shots, I think, on my, on my Polaroid first. Um, just to test out the composition and um, the exposure and then I'll be back. Okay, well, here we go, um, the start of the hour and I'm already slightly in a panic because I don't have much of a clue about what I'm going to do this evening. But what I do at least know is what camera I'm going to use because I've got a new camera so obviously I'm going to be using my Carbon and Adventurer. Um, so what I need to do before I can do that is use, uh, is load up some film. So I need to load up some film. Now um, what I'm using, I've got my film holders here, I've got one, two, three, four film holders, uh, all of which are empty at the moment, so I'm going to get those loaded up. Um, and I'm using, to make my life easier, 
um, a box of Tri-X Orthofilm. So this is an old expired film. Uh, it dates back to, I think, the 1980s, um, which uh, I actually got from Steve Lloyd. He very kindly sent me it down to use with, um, when I was trying out the snapshot camera, <laughs> and I said, Steve, can I keep it please? I can do some more tests with it. And he said, yeah, sure, I'm not going to ask to use it. So I've got it here. The great thing about it is, um, is that I can load it up under red light because it's orthochromatic, um, which makes life much easier uh, and reduces the chances of me messing it up. Um, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to take a picture of yet. Uh, I think it's probably going to be something in a still life vein because um, I can't think of anything more creative than that at this point. Um, I got a few vegetables. I've got some peppers in the fridge. Peppers might be quite interesting, especially the red peppers. Oops, and I'm throwing film everywhere. Um, I'm glad this is orthochromatic um, because um, obviously I've got red peppers in there, so they might look quite interesting on the orthochromatic film. Um, uh, so that's one thought. Okay, there's one film hawk loaded up. Um, I've got some quite nice bottles, cider bottles and beer bottles. <laughs> some some full, some very much empty. They're quite nice because they've got some nice labels on, might get some nice light reflecting on them. Um, so that might be a thing. Um, beyond that, I really don't know. Um, I think, at least in the first instance, I'm going to set up shop outside and try and make use of the last of the natural daylight that we've got. Um, toots, that's uh, dark slide for you. Um, because one, uh, natural light's always good to use, um, especially if I do end up using something like the peppers or a glass bottle because they both have very reflective surfaces. So the moment I start introducing flash into that, that's all gonna get a bit um, shiny. Um, and two, because uh, Sinead, my better half, is currently doing a uh, Zoom family quiz. My family, I've bailed on my family on my mother's birthday as well. Um, I'm very popular right now um, to do this. So I'm trying to sort of stay out the way a little bit for obvious reasons because nobody wants to see the bad sun at this precise moment in time. Uh, that's three film holders loaded up. I mean, loading up 4x5 film is not a difficult or challenging thing to do anyway. It's definitely you know, it doesn't require much practice to get the hang of it, even doing it in total darkness. But doing it in the under the red light just makes it all a little bit quicker. And also, the, you know, I'm quite looking forward to trying out this film. I, I used it, I did a couple of test shots with it a while ago just to make sure it does actually still work because it's a pretty old film at this point. Um, and it all seemed fine. Um, but, uh, yeah, now I just need to, no, I need to work out why that isn't going in. Always something. This is a slightly older film holder. It doesn't seem to want to let the dark side go all the way down. So what have I messed up there? Yeah, it's definitely not as it should be. All right, well, I'm going to move past that one. Load up this one. Because the clock is ticking. And as I only know what gear I'm using and not what I'm doing, so here's the issue, faithful listener. 
I've got my sheet loaded into film and the dark slide does not want to go in this last little bit. Oh, in. There you go. Whatever I was doing wrong, I stopped doing it. Alright, one last step. So I've got five... <laughs> this is very optimistic of me. Five film holders filled. That's two shots in each one. Give me a grand total of ten potential shots. Now, we all know I'm not going to take ten pictures. But it's nice to think positive. Oh, toots, it's nice to not throw the film everywhere. That's that done. Um, I'm going to go now and raid the fridge and see what's in there. And I'll let you know how that goes. Ah! Okay, I'm just going to double check, just going to double check that I've actually got it set to the 0.9 to 3 metres rather than 3 metres to infinity because that would not be an in-focus shot <laughs> and I'm just going to line them up. We've got kind of like white subway tiles in the kitchen, so I've just lined them up on one of the worktops that I can get to. And I'm going to try and take a photo now. Let's make sure I'm far enough away. Oops, so. Let's give it a whirl. Okay, that's me smoothing out the uh, uh, the little bit on the back of the, the photograph so that it's smoothing out the chemicals over the top of the, um, the piece itself. Let's see. Oh, it's starting to appear. Yeah, it looked pretty good. Yeah, I quite like that. Now, because they're indoors and they're on the opposite side of the room from the windows, I'd looked at trying to put them somewhere else, but actually it wasn't the right backdrop for me. So um, actually they've had to sort of like stay more or less where they are. I've moved just a few other things out of the way. But because it's meant that I've had to put the flash on, it has uh, caught the reflection of the flash in the kiln jars, which is pretty funny. And I always quite like the fact that you get these little... Um, weird little suns or these little weird little um black flash burning holes <laughs> from uh, from when you use flash on instant film uh, it's where it's burnt right through the emulsion and uh, you can see the back <laughs> but yeah they look pretty cool actually quite like that okay i'm gonna leave that to keep on developing and maybe take a couple more shots just with some slightly different framings and things and then i'll move on to making my cyanotype the the back bit behind where I've got the bag hanging um, is the is the wall of my shed, which is just some ply. I guess it looks okay. Um, I'm just trying to think about lighting it a bit more interestingly. So I might might use flash on it. So the background's a bit 
I've got some black uh, mount card that I could put behind, but it's not, I don't think it's going to be big enough, really. Um, I wonder if I've got, a, I've got like a black curtain I could possibly put up. I don't think it's iron, so it's going to be really creasy. Um, There we go. It's not too bad. Next question is how am I going to suspend this? Okay, so um, it's going okay. I'm starting to starting to get into the into the zone, as they say now, and I'm starting to um, feel that kind of adrenaline going, and I'm starting to panic a bit, but. Um, nevertheless, I'm, I'm starting to really enjoy myself here. Um, the light here now is really starting to dip um, for me, so I'm running out of natural light uh, coming into the into my kitchen. So I'm I'm using um, I'm, I'm t I've got my kitchen lights on as well, but I'm bringing in now to set up um, some LED lighting, um, and I don't know if I'm going to be trying something ridiculous here but I'm going to try and put some LED into my fridge so I don't know how this is going to work um, if I can even 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 I can get it to work uh, to set it up um, but I'm going to try because I've got a I'm visualizing a shot um, and then I think I'm going to go and get an additional prop out um, if I have time a telephone for another shot that's just come into my head um, so I'm going to carry on with that um, and, and keep going with the film. Um, so I'll, I'll speak in a bit. Um, I've just added some more, I've got tins of soup on the floor, <laughs> um, a, a watermelon as a prop. I love watermelon, it's my favorite, one of my favorite fruits, a pineapple. Um, so we'll, we'll see how it's all gonna, gonna come out. Speak in a bit. Okay, fridge raid complete. Uh, let's have a look at what I've got. So, I got some peppers in some nice plastic packaging, so that's not very really environmentally friendly, but I've got yellow, red, and even orange peppers, so that'd be fun. Uh, I have got a butternut squash, just because I can't like the shape of the butternut squash. That's quite funky. Also, hopefully, I'll stand up right. And I have got the most suggestive of all vegetables. That's not true. Um, an aubergine, um, again, because it's quite funky looking. Quite, I think it would show up quite nicely on the film. And um, I'd far rather take a picture of it than eat it. Also grabbed uh, three, four bottles. Um, so I've got three bottles of what I've got here. Golden Crown Golden Ale, Pedigree Amber Ale, and Rossini Lager. Uh, I don't actually drink beer or lager, so while we have those in the house, I do not know. I also do have a bottle of Thatcher's Haze Cloudy Somerset Sidey. Sidey? Cider. Um, so, not only great photographic material, but also... <sighs> now we can make some art. <sighs> Perfect. Right, so what I need to do now is actually decide on the setup. Um, I'm sat in my garden. I have got 
a box. It's the box, this is also a pinhole camera that my record player came in that I'm using as a little table. I've put that in front of the house wall um, because the house wall is nice creamy white so that should make quite a good backdrop. I have put over it the only thing I could find resembling a kind of sheet which is a dust sheet so it's kind of grubby and crumbly but hopefully that won't be a problem. Um, I am watching the cat. You got in trouble cat. Okay, so I'm set up for my first shot, potentially now. Um, I've got the Simar S150 lens on here. I've just got a simple bottle of like, golden crown, golden nail sat there. Um, the thing I love about shooting large format is when you stick your head under the um, dark cloth and look at that screen, it just, it already feels like a beautiful picture. I, mean, I stuck my head and went, oh, that's, it's pretty boring, it's pretty bland, but I think that's just gonna be my first shot, just that nice straight on picture of the golden crown just to check everything's working get me in the flow of things um and uh oh so i need to dig out my cable release that would probably help um i could talk to you at length about all the things on this camera which are making it easy to use and how much i love it i'm gonna save that for a later show but first off i need to get shot because i've just looked at the time and realized that i'm already 20 minutes into this and i haven't taken one picture yet okay mustache Right, so the thing that I found most difficult about this is actually it's the um, it's trying to get the framing right because um, I've not really noticed it. So, oh, I have noticed it in the past, but not so much as this, I suppose, um, just because I'm really, I'm like kind of really concentrating on trying to make sure that they're straight. Um, and it's one of those things that just, it really bugs me um, if if the right element of the image isn't straight for some reason it's just just my little my little bugbear sort of thing um and no matter how i'm actually viewing it through the viewfinder on on my instax wide um it's coming out crooked um in the actual shot and i only had five shots left in my pack and i have realized i've just shot all five <laughs> And none of them are straight, which is great. Um, but that's it. That's that's my lot. That's what I've got. So um, my my next part of my challenge that I'm setting myself is I'm going to use some of the contents of the Kilner jars um, that are our groceries to create a cyanotype. So here we go. I'm going to get a, uh, a little ramekin dish out of the cupboard and I'm going to take some bits from each of the jars. So I've got a little bit of popcorn kernels. Um, got a little bit of rice, two types of rice actually. Adam went crazy. I won't tell him that I'm going to be using lots, lots of this. He'll be very upset with me. <laughs> Luckily he's busy typing in the other room. So, okay. So there's two types of rice. There's some oats and Finally, we've got some pasta, fusely pasta. So ooh, whole wheat and normal, normal type stuff as well. So I'm going to just use a very small handful of that. There you go. Because obviously, if I'm putting it on cyanotype, I ain't going to want to eat it afterwards. <laughs> there we go. It's my little uh, tub of treasures there, and I'll get those jars put back down sealed up Ooh, there we go 
and go and start getting my cyanotype set ready. Okay, so it's now about 10 to, uh, which doesn't give me very much, or maybe it's like, five, no, it's about five minutes to, five to nine now. So that only gives me like 20 minutes really um, to finish this challenge off um, before I've got to get back to the guys and talk to them about how we've, how we've gone, how I've got on. So uh, thankfully I actually have some cyanotype paper that I made up ready for some of my kits my analog adventure kits so i'm just gonna sort of like some old other pieces that weren't quite perfect ones you know that so i haven't put them in the kits and things uh, i just tend to kind of like hang on to those as sort of little test pieces so i found the packet that i keep those in and i'm just going to use a piece of that really here we go so i'm gonna get that out and get that ready and I'm going, because it is, as I say, like nearly nine o'clock at night, uh, the UV light's just not going to be strong enough now. Although it's been a very bright and beautiful sunny day today, we're just not going to have time to do it any other way. So what I'm going to do is just put one of the pieces under my UV lamp. This is why it can be useful, you know, situations like this when you have a one hour challenge and you've got to make cyanotype work. Um, so I've got one of my pieces, I'm going to pop that under my lamp and I'm going to get the small bits of um, pulses and uh, pasta and oats and, and what have you that I got out of the kilner jars. So I took the instant photos off and I'm going to just sort of sprinkle them over the top so it will become a photogram. Now they're all rolling away, <laughs> which is great. Yeah, but basically wherever I put the objects it's going to block out the light so I'll get an impression least and it'll be interesting to see how well the uh, the rice comes out and things as well i've not actually used it with this this exact combination of objects before so uh yeah all good good to see how different things work so i'll add a little bit extra up here in the corner okay just going to make sure i've got things where i want them in place before i uh, switch the light on but I also can't faff around with it too long because I've really not got very, very long to do this. Um, so this is going to pro probably take about 12 minute exposure to work. And it is now nine o'clock. So <laughs> I've kind of got one shot at this. Let's give it a whirl. A small bit of panic's kicking in right now because... I guess it's been, I've got half an hour left and I've just got the shop set up. Um, I've got the bag with the veg hanging off the C-stand. I've got a black curtain behind. I've got two flashes set up. Um, I've just done some metering tests using a digital camera, um, a 35, uh, a Nikon D800. So I've just, well, basically I've made a decision to shoot uh, with the Nikon F6. 35 mil because the distance that the camera is from the bag um, it's the only camera I've got that I've got the right sort of focal length for so that's that's forced my hand on that at the moment um, and also I know it's going to work with the flash triggering system um, 
I don't uh, the, the the Mamiya C three three zero I know has got um, can trigger a flash, but I've never tested it, so forget that. I'm confident this is going to work. So all I've got left to do now is decide what film to shoot. So I need to go and have a look at my film stash and see what I've got back in a bit. I've got some Kodak Gold 200. I've got some HP5 and I've got some FP4. However, I'm not entirely convinced the FP4 is FP4. Uh, the HP5 and the FP4 both come from bulk rolls. And uh, I haven't been very organized with these these canisters, so uh, I know the HP5 is, because after I started doing this, I got into a bit of a routine of snipping the corner off the leader so I knew what HP5 was. But when I did the FP4, I wasn't I wasn't marking anything like that. So as I definitely know what the HP5 is, and I'm pretty certain I'm going to mess up the exposure um, on this anyway, I'm going to go for the HP5. There we go, that's loaded into the, the F6. Now the next dilemma I've got is how the hell am I going to open up the bottom of the bag, have everything fall out, and capture that shot without my hand being it, how, how I'm going to rip the bottom of the bag and then also reuse that. Um, uh, so one idea I've got is that I actually just kind of, I almost fake it and have everything suspended on a board, like half in the bag, and I just whip the board away. When that's done, <coughs> I trigger the camera at that very point. Um, so what I'm going to do is do a quick, <laughs> this is crazy, um, I'm going to do a quick test shot like that on digital. Everything's going to hammer to the floor, so actually what I want to do is set up some sort of cushion for everything to land on. Um, <laughs> I think this, <laughs> these fruit and veg are just going to be absolutely destroyed in the process of this but uh, we'll see what happens okay um i've just spent a load of time fiddling with um the led lighting um and trying to sort of get together some sort of shot involving my fridge and an led um and i've got it's nine o'clock now, so I've got 25 minutes and I think that I might abandon it. Um, I've had a lot of problems um, trying to get it on the right, um, the right brightness, trying to get it into my fridge. Um, so I don't think, I think I've tried to do too much um, for this task. Um, maybe I'll just take one shot with how I've set it up um, and then I'll probably um, abandon it then. Um, and just go back to um, using some available light in my kitchen. Um, so disappointed with that because I had a quite a quite an idea in my head, but I think I'm gonna. I think I'd need more time. So that's gone quite wrong, um, and it's probably cost me a lot of time. So just one shot maybe, and then I'll carry on uh, with some regular using available light and some more regular shots.
Okay, quick check-in. I've just spent the last 10-12 minutes trying to make an aubergine stand-up. Um, no innuendo intended. Completely failed. Um, so I've given up on the aubergine for the time being and instead I'm moving on to peppers. No vegetable wants to stand up. Anyway, I've now got a row of um, three peppers there that I'm going to take a picture of. This is only going to be my second picture. I only have 25 minutes left after this so this is not going tremendously well um they look very nice and colorful i'm not sure that's really going to come through in the black and white film that i'm shooting um but you know <laughs> this seemed like such a good idea about half an hour ago Okay, it is now 20 past, which gives me five minutes before we're going to be back on the call and uh, I'm going to have to come up with something. So it's going to be time to stop the exposure under the UV lamp and I'm going to go and wash my cyanotype and hopefully I'll have a photogram of groceries. So switching the lamp off and let's take that out from underneath. Oh, hey, I can see the impression. I'm just going to stop this recording and take a little photo. Let's lay down some towels maybe. <laughs> I've got a load of tea towels in the dark room, put those down. Uh, a hoodie, I'll put that down as well. Try and soften the landing. We'll see see what happens right so here's the first test I'm gonna fact, I don't need to do this on the stand so I'm ripping open the bottom of the bag <laughs> on this bit of uh, bit of board that I've got it's a big enough hole for everything to fall through. Already the blueberries are escaping everywhere. Oh no, the bag's ripping everywhere. Oh, the blueberries all over the place. Shit. Uh, this is a terrible idea. I have to go for plan B. What was plan B? I, I don't even know if I had a plan B. Right, here we go. Right, ah, oh, damn it, I'm stood in front of one of the flashes. <laughs> I've just checked the uh, the image on the back of the camera and it's uh, it's quite funny actually, it's just a milk bottle suspended in midair. Can't see any of the fruit and veg. So I'm gonna sack off the milk everything else is falling out oh no I've got mushed <laughs> blueberries all over the floor oh, if I can capture some of these blueberries in midair though it's gonna look great yep bananas are bruised already as well just previewing the shot now oh it looks pretty good though oh the main problem is that by the time I've moved the board out of the way and fired the camera um, the veg is always already off the bottom of the frame so I just need to 
I might need to put something else in the bottom of it so the veg falls later. Oh, what if, I, if I put the milk horizontal at the bottom and rest everything else on top of it? Or I could just go get a load more vegetables, although I don't think my partner will be very happy with that. Right. And three, two, one. Press the wrong button. <laughs> Okay, so uh, back back to using just the regular light, um, available light, I should say, um, and um, just again staying in character, doing something at the oven now. <laughs> um, I just hope these come out okay. And there's there's one or two two shots. The light is really darkening now outside as the sun's going down quite rapidly, so that's making a real difference in my kitchen. Um, but I'm going to try not to panic, um, and I'm just going to keep going. Um, it's actually quite exhausting because I'm running between my cameras again, <laughs> both of them on self-timers. Um, so I'm up and down, up and down, but it's keeping me fit at least. Um, so speak shortly. <laughs> So here's the good thing about shooting large format in this situation is that by default you're on a tripod and you're using a bulb release, a cable release, so the dropping light levels are not so much of an issue because you can just make that shutter speed longer and longer and not have to worry about it because you're hand holding or whatever. Um, the downside of shooting large format is that large format is really not a medium that's best done at a rush, uh, as I'm finding out, because um, even doing really straightforward, straight on kind of product shots, just basic bare bone stuff, you need to pay attention, you need to <laughs> take your time to make sure you've got the focus right and that the angle isn't off on the camera and you're not getting something weird in the background. And obviously, if you rush, you're going to make mistakes. So I had my um, dark cloth on quite tight and it was squeezing the bellows in so on some of those pictures I may get some vignetting because the bellows were coming in across it um, and there's just so many places it can go wrong um, I don't think I'm doing terribly well for time how am I doing let's have a look and see um, I've taken four pictures so far none of them are exciting I've got 10 minutes left I'm gonna try and get a couple more pictures there's really no light left now which as it isn't a problem but it just means that the picture is going to lack any kind of interest but still if i can get a couple more shots then that'll be something okay bye back to recording there we go right i've taken all the objects off i'm going to just take it over to the sink to wash it i've got my little tray set up in here because i always have a little bit. <laughs> um, I always have something on the go to be fair so uh, yeah. Right here we go. I'm gonna start washing it and hopefully we'll get an image. Yay! Oh it's starting to appear. Excellent. Quick 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 wash it quick. <laughs> Okay, I can see 
I can see the rice, I can see the pasta, I can see the oats. Yep, I've got little popcorn kernels. There we go. I've got a bit of everything. There's my groceries, cyanotype photogram. Yay! Very abstract. But it worked! Hooray! So that means I've got an instant photo of the of the kilner jars themselves containing the groceries and I've also got a photogram. What I'd actually, if I'd had a bit more time, what I would have liked to do would be to have taken a scan of the instant photo that I had and then basically put that onto, print that out onto acetate. So I've got a digital negative of it and then I could have made a cyanotype of that in the centre was my thinking. Like that would be the image in the centre with all of the um, the objects around around the side um, just to kind of like combine it all into like one final image but yeah unfortunately I didn't have time uh, to to do that as well but there we go I've managed to get the sound types that's good and now all I need to do is pull the water away there we go, and I can peg this up to dry Right, I went to get some more vegetables because uh, I decided the few I had, uh, the chance of actually kind of capturing some uh, was quite minimal and I'm massively running out of time. So I need to stop doing these digital tests because it's taken quite a long time to kind of prep the shot each time. Um, so I'm just gonna go for it. And I've got a feeling it's gonna be a bit hit and miss this. Um, so I'm just going to have to get through 36 frames and just just rag through them, um, keep setting the shot up, trying it out and hope that one of them looks really good. Um, so on that note, I'm going to have to, well, I'll carry on recording just in case anything interesting happens. It's not going to be, is there? Putting some markers on the, the stand where I need the handles of the bag to be. A bit of tape. Just help me line that up in the frame. Change the framing very slightly. Oh, I should try on a blueberry and another one. It's better. There's more space underneath the bag. Um, hopefully, capture these vegetables. <laughs> right, time to load up again. <laughs> Trying to put the kind of larger items at the bottom. And all the mashed <laughs> blueberries on the top. Oh, I do wonder how much time I've got left for this. Okay, so there's the setup. Bag. Here we go. 
That one seemed quite successful. Oops. Right, I think I need to do this like 36 times now. Well, how many shots I've got left? 34 times, 33 times. And then I can just pick the best frame out of the lot. Oh, just had a thought. The F6 can, um, it's got a continuous shoot mode, doesn't it? Um, well, that seemed to be very successful. <laughs> How many frames did I get through then? Some might say this is a complete waste of veg, but uh, art involves sacrifice, right? On that note, <laughs> I'm going to stop recording. That was definitely one of the most um challenging challenges it was great fun but um i definitely tried to i think tried to do too much in one in in an hour um i feel like i've just barely got going uh but i have got some shots i have managed um on both 35 mil and polaroid um so i'll see how they look a bit later when they're fully developed the polaroids um and the saturations come out that bit more and um, I'll also look forward to sort of developing the 35 mil and, and, and getting them developed and see see what's on them. Ooh, lots to think about. Um, that is one of the <laughs> most fun challenges and one of the most um, fastest. And I don't know. It... Okay, so I'm pretty much out of time, out of light, out of luck. I was just trying to get a quick double exposure done at the end here. Um, and then the dark slide wouldn't go back into the film holder, uh, which is a problem. Uh, luckily, it's less of a problem when you're right next to uh, your dark shed, obviously. Um, but still, it meant I had to drag it in there and pull it out and load it up. Uh, not terribly helpful when I'm really running out of time. Um, so I'm just trying to, I'm going to have to open the lens up, just trying to get in. I really want to try and get another couple of shots in, but that's not going to happen. Uh, try and get a frame in for this. Um, for the second, excuse me whilst I'm underneath the dog shit. Oh, it's getting so dark now, it's um, getting hard to frame it up. Just because it's dark. And they have opened the lens up a bit. Uh, another good reason why I'm not using my 75mm lens because of the maximum aperture of f8. I wouldn't see squat with that. Um, okay, that's good enough. Uh, people sometimes ask me what loop I use for focusing with, and as I've said to various people, I don't actually use a loop. Um, I use being chronically short-sighted, which generally gets me close enough. Um, Hopefully it will today as well. So, like I said, I'm just trying a very simple double exposure. Uh, right, that's the sheet that I'm using. 
I'm not sure how long I've got left, but I know it's not very long. Um, it's really hot still. <laughs> Sweating. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, quick turn it off. Oh no. Hello. Oh, yes, oh, yes, shut up. I'm going to take this shot anyway. Nobody knows. Don't tell anyone. Uh, okay, lens cocked. I don't think that dark sheet's going to go back in very easily. Uh, but anyway, worry about that later. Lens cocked. Oh, I didn't measure the light. Oh, well, let's get this five seconds. Okay. One Mississippi. Two Mississippi. Three Mississippi. Four Mississippi. Five Mississippi. I know I was probably counting fast then, but... Uh, Okay, dark slide, please just go. Okay, that's it, oh, phew. All right, well, I guess that's me done. Um, I have taken six, six pictures. None of them are very exciting. Um, it was still far more stressful than it should have been. I'm gonna leave this incredible pile of mess out here and go and see how my friends got on. Oh, you know what I'm gonna grab first though? It's that bottle of cider, which I absolutely did not get the chance to drink. Whoop! And then fall into my chroma. Oh. <laughs> hey, all three of you are back. That's we fantastic. Yeah. You're right, Claire. How, how yeah. many miles? Been? Sorry, what was that? How many Rachel? miles? How many miles? Oh, do you know what? I tried to do. I did it all in my kitchen, Rachel. And yeah. even that, I was trying to do too much. I felt like I've just barely got going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then it was like, oh my god, the hour's up. But I'm full, I'm full of adrenaline. <laughs> it's like a skydive. <laughs> oh, it really? Yeah, well, I've not done one, but it, yeah, for sure it feels like that. <laughs> so, how oh. did you guys get on then? For me, like I just said, I thought the hour's gone super fast, but and I've got, like you said, just said, all the adrenaline's going around me. I, I did try the two cameras. I did it all in my kitchen in character. I had a 35mm camera going, a Polaroid camera going. Um, I tried to do too much because in, in um, well, you'll see, you'll see the results. But in between it all, I thought, oh, it'd be really good. Maybe I should get some LED light out and try to do something with my fridge. Um, so I was trying to set up an LED light in my fridge and I just wasted so much time, time <laughs> trying to do that and then get it right. But then I was, I felt like once I've got an idea, I just couldn't let it go. But in the end, I did a couple of shots and then I had to abandon it. Could have really done with um, someone to help me with that. Look on the bright side, Claire. Yeah, definitely. I, I wasted about. That, oh, sorry. Go so, on. So, I wasted about ten minutes trying to make an aubergine stand up. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's all relative. Things we did on a Tuesday night. <laughs> That's oh. what we call that. How did um, it go for I, you, Rach? It was it was great fun as always. I loved doing this last time, and um, as kind of like scary as it is to just be like, okay, here's the theme, and we've got an hour, and it just it does it as Claire said, it just completely disappears. But um, yeah, I um, I've managed to create a uh, an instant photo. Excellent, yay! <laughs> and um, I also made a photogram cyanotype as well. So oh, fabulous! What I ended up doing was um, I decided to. I mean, you'll hear all about it, obviously, in my in my bit and pieces. Um, 
anyway but uh, i decided to take photos of the kilner jars with the kind of like raw ingredients that we've mm-hmm. got on the side um so i did that as my kind of like instant photo and then i was like i want to use those objects to basically create the photogram so i took like a little selection out of each of the jars and made that into the photogram um cyanotype so i was originally thinking like one of my ideas was going to be using the um anthotype kind of like idea that i've been working on recently um using some of the ingredients and things but they take a lot longer in terms of the exposure in order for them to actually work so we're talking several hours as opposed to or days you know um outside as opposed to you know maybe 15 minutes um so my uv lamp obviously came in very handy because it um using the cyanotype chemical it reacts a lot quicker so I knew that I'd have time to at least do one. <laughs> I was like, I've got one shot at this, basically, and oh. seeing if it works. But um, but I did manage to get that. So um, if I'd have had a bit more time, what I wanted to do was kind of, I was originally thinking I'd take the instant photo and then I'd scan that, make that into a digital negative and then create a cyanotype of, of that with all of the like objects from the jars around it you know to kind of like make the final image kind of a bit of this is what it was but this is what it is now kind of thing um around that idea but I I didn't have time within the hour to do all three of those things um but never mind so yeah my my other original idea was thinking about either like making a pinhole camera out of you know something um to shoot with because mm. uh, i've done a coconut in the past and obviously graham you've used a uh, pepper and things uh, and I, I, like, I think it tried cool. to use a pepper yeah it's a closer uh, had more success uh, with pringles can yeah yeah exactly so i was like something like that that would be fun or maybe like cereal box or something but um but yeah in the end uh it was either that or it was going to be processing a role uh in Kafnol you know, using mm-hmm. the coffees. Yeah. Um, so those are kind of like some of my other ideas originally. And then I ended up going, okay, try not to do too much. I'm just going to make two things. So those are the two that I ended up sort of going that's, with in the end. But yeah. That's so, impressive. Go. Uh, go on then, John. Yeah, how great. did you get on? Um, <laughs> I came to my computer just to stop it recording for a minute, thinking <laughs> I had about half an hour left. And uh, yeah, it was out of time. So I, I managed <laughs> yeah. to take one frame to, to do about 36 of them. Um, my setup was I had a plastic bag, which we had mm-hmm. one kicking around the house, which I'd cut the bot, I'd ripped the bottom off, and it was full of veg. And I held a board underneath that had the vegetables in, and then I pulled the board away and to grab a photo of them all descending from out the bottom <gasps> of the bag. Movement, brilliant! Yeah. Love it. And in the process, I've trodden on a load of blueberries on the floor and squished them. <laughs> <laughs> Not into the carpet, yeah. I hope. Right? Have you got a uh, wood floor? Yeah, it's, yeah. I'm in the uh, dark shed at the moment, so it's it's a cleanable floor. Um, <laughs> they'll, they'll wipe up. But the place is a mess. I've got like bruised bananas everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just have a food fight? Is that all you did for like an hour? Yeah, pretty much. Um, scoop up those blueberries. You'll be able to use those as a as a dye. You'll be able to make some photos with those. Oh. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> I can completely sympathise. My my garden just looks like a a bomb's gone off in it. There's fruit and veg everywhere, and bits <laughs> of large format gear everywhere. I thought um, the only idea I had going into this was that. Um, I wanted to use my new camera, obviously. Oh, yeah. um, and I thought, I'll, I'll think of an idea once I've got that. But the thing I kind of didn't take into account is that 
if you've got an hour, you need to rush. And if you're going to rush, guess what you don't want to be shooting? It's definitely large format um, because it's just not built for rushing. And so I've ended up going for just the simplest, simplest possible shots. It's literally just straight on shots. I thought at least I can just concentrate on that. But even with that, um, the the time of just making sure that, the, oh, God, I was getting so hot and sweaty. And the, the light's going down. I think, well, it's not a problem. It's not a problem because I'm yeah. on a tripod and I've got a cable race. But it's like, oh, no. So I, I managed to shoot... Um, Six frames, I think, which is better than John did. Blimey! Uh, but I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't dropping. Listen, they're really the most bog standard pictures you're ever going to see. Um, but That's, I feel like you know they're not artistic. The ones that I've done, it was just kind of like I, I would. I got an idea in my head and I knew what I would liked it to have looked like, but it doesn't. It just looks pretty, pretty standard, you know. Mm. <laughs> in the end, unfortunately, but you know, such is such is the thing. I, and I think I I only shot five frames because that was me trying to get it to bloody look straight mm. <laughs> which is annoying um so so you beat us with your large format camera <laughs> taking six frames that's, that's, <laughs> well i mean and considering it's me as well that's really ironic um <laughs> claire so, how many did you manage to make did you say um on, on my 35 mil i think i took about seven or eight eight oh, and on the polaroid i did 10 whoa yeah but some of them aren't workable I was looking and I'm mm. I I quite because what if I'm not doing a challenge like this I quite like to um you know take your time set set up your scene and wait for your um if it's Polaroid you know wait wait till I can really see see what's in the frame if the composition's right and blah de blah so I had to work quite quickly but they're still <laughs> developing I like to I like to um even though the the film has has changed, I like to still shield them mm-hmm. for twenty four hour for twenty four hours 24 to get the best. Hours yeah, I know. I think it's just it's just something I've bought into in my head. <laughs> um, it's a safety thing, and I don't know. And I like to think I like to think that I'm giving them the best chance of saturation, <laughs> even though I know that um, they're probably done done now. But I'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I ran out after half a pack. I had five shots in it, and then and I was like, right, I think I've finally figured it out. And then you know, <laughs> it wouldn't take. And I was like, what's wrong with it? The batteries run out again. Oh my god! Um, and then realised that I'd finished. Mm. <laughs> there yeah. were no more. <laughs> so I was Aww. like, well, that's my lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, Never. I mean, this has been great fun, and yeah, uh, it has. And and I can't wait to see what the results you guys have got because it's all sounds. It's we've all done such different things as per yep. usual, um, but what. What we want you guys to do now, listeners, is that we are making this the official new Cheap Shots Challenge. Yay, um, you asked and we have delivered. Exactly. So, um, in fact, I actually had uh old friend, good old friend Dave off of the forums get in touch with me just the other night saying, what's the Cheap Shot Challenge at the moment? And considering we haven't had one for so long, it's like, well, your timing is perfect because it is indeed groceries. We figured that no matter what your situation is, you have groceries in your life, whether you're still stuck at home or not. Um, you have groceries and um, clearly the world is your oyster or whatever else you may have bought this week. <laughs> oh, how long were you working on that one? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's the only reason we're doing this challenge. It's like I can work that in. Um, so we want you guys to get out there and to take some pictures uh, with this as a subject. And as we did last time with the assignment, we'd also, as well as you sending in your pictures, we'll talk about the, the format for Cheap Shots Challenge in a minute. Um, but we'd love to get some audio from you as well. You've heard what we've been up to. 
Um, <laughs> and I can't wait to try and nail that together, whatever it may end up being. Um, oh, gosh. It's just uh, me. It's me panting heavily. Into the <laughs> oh, well, that'll go on the premium feed then, John. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so um but that does of course because by the sound of it none of us used a cheap shot camera i mean i have a cheap shot camera he says suddenly remembering i've got to use that again um (laughs) rachel you've got your franca solida um i do i do yeah it was actually um sorry sorry no no no, go on on, rachel go on finish your thought no i was just gonna say uh it was actually chosen in the poll i did on my patreon as this month's um camera that people wanted to see me shoot so i've got a roll of film ready to go in it this is all Um, lining up very nicely for you and the camera uh is is literally sitting on the side ready for me to uh, document using that and shooting a roll of film so i was like this will be perfect get to uh, get to use this too well that is fantastic um claire do you have a suitable cheap shots camera um but what yeah what counts as a cheap shot that's it, a can i use very it? Yeah. good question claire so <laughs> the rules of the cheap yeah. shot challenge loose and frequently broken <laughs> though they are is that essentially the idea is we want to show how easy it is to make fantastic images using yeah. just cheap kit so any camera for under thirty pounds, thirty dollars, that you or equivalent or yeah. equivalent, thirty drachma, thirty groats, thirty yeah. um, denarii. I don't know. I'm, some of these are not real currencies. I don't think um, uh, that you then you go. That's my cheap shot camera, and you stick with it through thick and through thin, no matter how much you may want to throw it at a wall. Which yeah. occasionally I very much feel like I do with mine. So. Um, <laughs> Normally, you know, we originally said, look, go out and find your cheap shots camera, but that's a bit difficult at the moment. So do you have a camera that would fit within that ethos already? I think I do, yeah. I've got a can- uh, I can't speak. A Canon 300, which I got off eBay quite cheaply. So they fluctuate in, in um, price. Mm-hmm. But I think, um, my, well, I think I got mine for about 40. So could I push it to that? Or is well, that listen, Claire, I think, you know, the Canon 300 is one thing. The question that I think is more important is, what lens yeah. are you going to put on the front of okay. it? Because that's a whole, yeah. you know, I mean, if you're going to put well, on some L glass or something, then we're going to have to have yeah. a fight here. Yeah. No, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, um, an, another camera that I haven't used for a while, which could, could, uh, is an old, is a Holger, one of my Holger cameras. There you go. That seems like that would fit mm. pretty well. That fits nicely. Yeah. It? And I love that. them. So there you yeah. go. Perfect. Uh, John, what about you? <laughs> I mean, I know uh, that your old, old-ass chroma almost fits within it, but, you know. <laughs> That's worth about, what, £10 now? Um, I, we talked about this last week, didn't we? I've got that little white, I thought it was a machina, but it's not. It's just some cheap 80s thing. I think I paid a fiver for it, so I've definitely got something that's that's usable. Perfect. So we've all is got... that a, is it a compact? What what is it? Sorry. Yeah, John. it's it's just a compact. Um, I, it's white. It's got a red line like stripe on it. I don't Ooh, know. The go faster stripe. Excellent. Mm, yeah. yeah, it's That's got a red stripe bit, on it. Right? <laughs> They're the best Fancy. ones. I mean, and the fun thing is that as we're all going to be using very different cameras to the ones we've just been using, um, <laughs> because my Olympus Fugly. Mm, it doesn't do quite the stuff that my uh, as yet unnamed carbon adventurer does. Um, we're going to have to do different things, so it's going to give us a chance to come up with some other ideas and, uh, you know, uh, yeah. see where we go with that. 
Um, Absolutely. Great fun. Um, so, yes, listeners, we want you to get out there. We are going to give this, well, a couple of months, I guess, as we have done in the past. Um, but we would ask you to get your entries into us by, we know, let, let's see, <laughs> um, probably should have thought this bit through. It's the end of May. It's the so, end of May. Let's yeah. say you've got until the think? end of um, end of June to get your entries taken and in. I think that's probably okay. What do you reckon, guys? End of June. That gives it, even if you're not developing at home, that's you can still send up. Yeah, yeah, end of June. Um, and it will give us time to figure out who's in the judge and all that stuff. So end of June. And what we would like from you is uh, two pictures, your favourite two pictures. They don't have to be your best. This is not about being the best at anything. This is about having fun, <laughs> taking part, and trying to get good images that you like. Um, so we want your two best slash favourite images that you take. Send them in to us at sunny16podcast.com. Clearly labelled Cheap Shots Challenge picture. In fact... Sunny16podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> okay. Just, you know. <laughs> That's what I definitely meant to say. Oh. It's, it's, right. it's, it's complicated. Um, please, when you... Uh, send us your pictures can you put in the file name your name and the camera and film <laughs> and any other information that makes things really easy. but particularly your name and the camera film that'd be super handy and don't make the file size too big otherwise it becomes a bit of a nightmare <laughs> in gmail so those things would be great um but also because this is also an assignment we would love some audio so you don't have to do this we, you know, I'm not saying you can't take part in the Cheap Shots Challenge. You're more than welcome to just send us some pictures. But if you want to record us two, three minutes of audio about what you're doing, what your adventures are, we would love that. And we will include those in a future show. We'll have a, we'll have a special show all about this stuff. So, um, yeah, I think that'd be yeah. fab, don't you guys? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, great. Sounds brilliant. Looking forward to hearing all the artist statements about People's groceries. <laughs> oh, I would love that. I mean, that's the I will actually artist statements, poetry, you know, food-based poetry. Um, I know Paul Friday's. The moment I say food-based poetry, he's already writing before this podcast is finished. Um, have you guys? Do, so, do the people have to do those photos in an hour as well? No, no, I, yeah. no they I don't. We won't. We're yeah. not. They have a month. <laughs> yeah, if you want to, <gasps> if you want, <laughs> if you want the experience of doing it in a one in one hour, then by all means, that would be great. Crack on, but that is not compulsory. Not compulsory at all. Um, the heck you, of an adrenaline rush. Oh, it's pretty great. It is pretty great. Do you guys, based on your experiences this evening, have any tips you might want to offer people? Charge your batteries first. <laughs> Good tip. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think f thinking time of five minutes is not long enough. Mm -hmm. uh, give yourself a little bit longer for thinking time and for prep time. I think that's that's my tip, really. It's just, yeah. And maybe just try not to do too much because I think we're all kind of guilty of that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Simple. Mm -hmm. yeah. John, you got anything? Yeah, definitely keep it simple. Um, I, tonight I spent 95% of the time prepping and mm -hmm testing and like so I, I took probably one or two frames by the end of it but hopefully if that frame turns out that's that's yeah. all it's needed isn't it so yeah it's all about the thinking and the preparation yeah and what about you claire i don't think i've got anything i think john and uh, rachel have just covered everything i think practical things yeah batteries and stuff but i think yeah try not to do too much yeah and think about maybe getting one or two um shots that you're really happy with mm. Yeah, definitely. Great advice. And 
you mentioned maybe having an extra pair of hands didn't oh you well? yeah that was yes <laughs> that would have I could have really done with that with the with the lighting side of things so yeah depending what your idea is yeah factoring all your assistance as well <laughs> great tips I think the only thing that I would suggest based on my experiences this evening is um uh, well, it's not so much a tip, more a statement. Uh, some vegetables just don't want to stand up. Um, so think about that <laughs> before you before you embark on this. Um, some vegetables are definitely less keen on staying upright than others. Um, and, and factor that in, especially if you're in a time-limited situation. Um, well, there you go. I don't know how anyone can fail to go, <laughs> to go wrong with that lot. Um, guys, I cannot wait to listen to what you lot have been up to. <laughs> uh, I'm very excited by that. Uh, and I can't wait to hear what our listeners get up to either. Um, we will all try and get our uh, respective... I mean, Rachel and Claire, you've got instant pictures already, so you've got stuff we can see promptly. And um, John... I took some on my phone as well, so I'll send those oh, over gosh. so we can. Oh, great. Yeah, you can upload some yeah. stuff. Nice. Yeah, That's Go great. So uh, as I was lurching horribly towards, I'm still not getting any better. Aid Aid got in touch today and said, oh, "I'm having a, you know, a nice break from this, but you know, if there's anything I can help with, I'm thinking maybe I might ask him to just record a batch of um, endings for the shows." So can just, I was going to say just the endings. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. Just record those. Yeah, that would be great. Please send us a bulk load of endings of the shows. But we'll, let's try and get out of here. Um, We'll play you out, as always, with the wonderful band Rocha, Rachel's band Rocha, from the album Promises I Should Have Kept. Could have kept. Wait, damn it. Could have kept, right? <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> Nailed it. Which you can get wherever <laughs> awesome music is found. Spotify, Amazon, uh, etc. Um, uh, and we will be back with you uh, soon with something. So that's something to look forward to. <laughs> Until then, <laughs> listeners, from a very full team of Sunbeams, thank you very much and goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.